Hi, esteemed listeners. I am Titi Lekwe Fadari. <laughs> so, guys, where are you tweeting from? As for me, I'm reaching you live all the way from Mars. <laughs> yes. Wherein's federal government was engaged in a brawl with Twitter after President Muhammad Buhari's controversial tweet on civil war. In a tweet, President Buhari, the leader with the iron fists and the kind bully, as Femi Adeshino, the presidential spokesperson, told us, reminded the country about the horror of the civil war, threatening to meet those misbehaving in the southeast with the language they understand. The language did not go down well with many Nigerians. They called for Buhari's head. But the president wouldn't budge. Then Twitter waded in after Nigerians reported the tweet and deleted the tweet. Lai Mohammed, the Minister of Information, huffed and puffed, accusing Twitter of nursing an agenda to destabilize Nigeria. Some Nigerians believed he was pinned. But just when everyone thought that was all, Alaji Lai's ministry came to Twitter to say it had banned Twitter's activities in Nigeria. He said other social media platforms too will soon be regulated. Niger people know they carry last. They quickly began to download VPN to bypass the ban and raised their voices to say it was time to hit the streets for nationwide protests on June 12. Attorney General of the Federation, Abubakar Malami, has also said those who default the ban order risk being charged to court. <laughs> Nigeria. The Bari of the 1980s is back. In his hand, there is a hammer, and every challenge is now seen as a nail by the government. By the way, some Samaritans have started planning a video on behalf of the Vice President, Yemi Osibaju, to help free his hands because they think the hands of the lawyers are tied. The rest of you at the United African Republic should go and collect your greeting from your president wherever he is because this period is a season of constitutional amendments at the National Assembly. One rather strange proposal has made its way to the desk of the House of Representatives Constitution Review Committee. The proposal wants Nigeria to be renamed the United African Republic. Tabled <laughs> by Adeleye Jokutuye, a tax consultant in Lagos State, the proposal said the name change was necessary because Nigeria was not coined by a Nigerian, but given to the country by Flora Shaw, wife of Lord Lugard, a colonialist. Mr. Jokotoye went on to cite instances where names of some prophets were changed in the Bible, saying the change will physically and psychologically reflect a new beginning. His proposal also suggested changes to the structure of some government agencies in the country provision for referendum in the constitution and the appointment of the chief justice, inspector general of police, service chiefs and INEC chairman independent of the executive. Some cynical Nigerians have pushed the proposal forward. They have suggested SAKPA as the currency in the country. Naramali has promised to compose a new national anthem. Timi Dakulusef has said Nigerians are stressing him out because he does not know what he will do with his great nation song if the name is changed. Nigerians and cruises are like Kante and humility. Meanwhile, the Director General of the National Youth Service Corps, Shoaibu Ibrahim, said all core members are part of the National Defense Policy of Nigeria and can be mobilized for war if need be. 
He added that core members are on the reserve and if there is a serious war, the core members, because they are educated and knowledgeable, can be trained to fight against any external aggression. Since the DG made this disclosure on television, Nigerians, trust them now, have leached around the statement like fleas buzzing around a dog. Some asked that, is it because of the 33,000 Naira they receive as Alawi, that's allowance? Others said, to whom much is given, war is expected. Another group said, first class graduates will lead the war. In any case, war isn't something to joke with because those that were part of the Nigerian civil war will never wish for war on their enemies. While the government was busy banning, Naira was falling at the parallel market. The Naira fell to its lowest level at the parallel market since 2017 as it's exchanged for 502 Naira as of Friday. The closest the Naira ever got to this in recent years was 500 Naira on November 27, 2020. No wonder some people are looking for Sapa <laughs> and they want to naturalize themselves to become citizens of the United African Republic. As always, this edition was written by Yusuf Akinpelu. I am Titi Lope Fadari. See you next week. Do not forget, if you like this podcast, please share and favorite. Visit www.premiumtimesng.com to catch the latest edition of this podcast series.